Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast, a community where we aim to be strong mothers raising empowered daughters. This is Carrie Kampakis, your host. Today's show is about emotions and helping your daughter manage her emotions wisely. Now, we all know girls who tend to act like bulls in a china shop. And most of us have been that bull in a china shop at some point in time, letting our emotions get the best of us and spin out of control. But one thing that we know as mothers is that not having emotional regulation can create havoc in our life and also wreck our relationships. It can make us say and do things that we later regret. It's often said that feelings are great followers, yet terrible leaders. And just because we feel certain emotions doesn't give us the right to act on those emotions. As I've told my own daughters before, there are some days that I'm overly emotional and I feel like clawing somebody's eyes out. There are days that I'm irritable and sensitive. There are also days that I am just annoyed by everybody through no fault of their own. But one perk of getting older is that we know ourselves better and we can recognize our triggers. We see the warning signs that may precede an outburst or meltdown, and we can respond accordingly by giving ourselves space, praying, taking a walk, or doing something else that helps us cope with our emotions in healthy ways. Our daughters, on the other hand, are still learning what to do. They're still getting acquainted with their moods and triggers. It is impossible for our daughters to have healthy relationships without emotional intelligence. And that's why I dedicated an entire chapter to emotions in my book, Love Her Well, written for moms of teen girls. Expressing emotions in healthy ways is foundational to the relationships that we hope and pray our daughters and also our sons will have. And then my book takes a deeper dive into this subject. I wanted to offer some quick tips here on how you can help your daughter. Whether you're listening to this episode alone with a friend or with your favorite girl, I hope it helps reassure you that any emotional challenges you have in your home are completely normal and can be met with some simple strategies. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. A friend called me about an issue that I often get asked about. As a mom of younger girls, she's experiencing what I have now gone through with three of my four girls. My daughter, she said, hesitant to voice her concern, has always been so sweet, but lately she's been different. She gets mad over the smallest things, and I don't even know what I have done. Immediately, I assured my friend that her daughter is perfectly normal. I've had this conversation with countless mothers, and I understand the exasperation as well as the unspoken fear. In the very season that we mothers most desire to be close to our daughters during the teenage years, we suddenly sense them pulling away. Our once comfortable relationship can suddenly feel unsteady or jeopardized. Some days our daughters like us, and some days we're not so sure. At times, we may even feel like the enemy as they forget that we're on their side. Puberty and hormones are real and valid things. And I've lived through enough by now to confirm that you know when the winds start to shift. Though the timing was different for each of my daughters, the common thread was heightened moodiness, defensiveness, and irritability. More attitude than normal and a sporadic edge. My biggest mistake when I saw this starting to happen, which took me some time to correct, was mirroring my daughter's reaction. If my daughter got angry, I got angry too. If she snapped at me, I snapped right back. Eventually, I realized that this only deepened the wedge between us. It made my daughter shut down and was, quite frankly, pretty immature of me. By getting wrapped up in my emotions and how my child made me feel, I failed to stay calm and provide the emotional support and guidance that she needed. I became so sensitive to the pushback or the withdrawal that I forgot to consider the inner turmoil that might explain my daughter's new behavior. What I know now is this, adolescence and the transition into adolescence is hard. It's a season of constant change where every day is different. It's scary for a child when their safe, predictable world suddenly gets rocked. 
At once, they're in the perfect storm of puberty, self-consciousness, self-doubt, comparison to their peers, a need to belong, social media, academic pressures, and a flood of changes in their body, moods, friendships, and circumstances. And here's the real kicker. For the first time in their life, teenagers are having big thoughts, big feelings, and big emotions. They aren't always sure how to deal with them, and it's just easy to unleash on mom or anyone who feels safe because their love is unconditional. A psychologist once told me that the part of the brain that interprets emotions is developmentally behind the emotions themselves. To me, this was an epiphany. It helped me understand one reason for teenage angst. Don't you hate that feeling of being upset or frustrated, yet you can't pinpoint why? Haven't you felt that tension of inner friction that you can't explain or wrap your mind around? Even a little clarity offers relief. Even a little discernment or timely wisdom from someone who loves you can boost your ability to cope. I can't speak for boys since girls are my wheelhouse, but what I now know is this. Adolescent girls need emotional coaches. They need adults who love them and can patiently help them develop their emotional intelligence. As my daughters grow up, they need me more emotionally. Oftentimes, I may try three wrong approaches before finding one approach that actually clicks. So if you're at a loss with your daughter, don't give up on her or yourself. Your daughter needs you, and finding an approach that keeps her talking to you is worth the time and effort it takes. So with that said, here are some thoughts on how to be an emotional coach for your daughter. Number one, remember that relationship is key. My friend Joelle once pointed out that teenagers are very relational, and as kids grow up, parents move from a position of power to a position of influence. Having a strong relationship with your teenager gives you a voice in your teenager's life. It allows you to slowly become their mentor, coach, or counselor, someone who they can turn to for advice or support. As my kids approach the teen years, I start to prioritize a strong relationship. I note what doesn't work, like yelling, nagging, criticizing, not hearing them out, or disciplining out of anger. And also what does seem to work, apologizing when I overreact, pointing out their strengths, diffusing tension with humor, laughing and having fun, listening, showing empathy, disciplining out of love, and explaining boundaries with logic. With one daughter, I felt like I was on pretty shaky ground at age 11, and I did some real soul-searching to try to reverse that. I knew that I would probably lose her to her friends if we didn't connect better, so I swallowed my pride and really looked for ways to reach her heart. Today, we get along great, and I'm so glad I made those efforts to change. Number two, speaking your daughter's love language builds a relationship. One thing that I think should be required reading for all parents is The Five Love Languages of Teenagers. It is a fantastic book, and it really helped me understand all of my kids better and just gave some priceless insights into teenage life. So discovering what speaks loudest to your child, whether that is words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, physical touch, or gifts, can really make them feel loved. I have one daughter who is obsessed with chocolate chip cookies, and after a harsh argument that we had, I brought her home a chocolate chip cookie from a new store that had just opened. That cookie cost me $2, but as I shared in a post on Facebook, the value it added to our relationship was priceless. By extending an olive branch to her through this cookie that I knew that she loved, it really opened the door for us to have a conversation and to apologize for the argument we had earlier. Number three, adolescence presents a huge opportunity to reconnect with their daughter as her emotional coach. Yes, our kids pull away, but they also come back to us, especially when they're hurt or confused or excited to share some really good news. We have to remember that our girls live with an ongoing blizzard in their head of thoughts and emotions, and what they really want most are sounding boards, 
safe places, and people they can be real with just to process life and events. One gift that you can give your daughter is to be her emotional coach. Teach her how to discern what she's feeling and also verbalize it. Girls who never develop emotional intelligence or self-control can wreak havoc in their relationships. They may become bulls in a china shop, taking their feelings out on whoever is nearby. At the other extreme is girls who channel their emotions internally. They bottle their emotions up, never really processing them, and eventually those emotions come out as either passive-aggressive behavior or self-destructive behavior. This, too, is unhealthy. I often tell my daughters that you have to know yourself. You have to pay attention to your moods and your triggers. Like I said in the intro, there are some days that I want to claw somebody's eyes out, but that doesn't give me an excuse to actually do it. We all have to learn how to harness, manage, reflect on, and work through our feelings, keeping those feelings in check so that we don't hurt others or ourselves. Number four, love your daughter and let her vent, but don't be her punching bag. Teenagers push limits, and sometimes we moms take more than we should because we're scared to lose them. We sympathize with their struggles, and we let them cross certain lines. I think this is a mistake. It is human nature to push a person as far as you can, and when we let our daughter or our son treat us like a punching bag, we actually set a bad precedent for their future relationships. The thing is, one day, it won't be us who they're coming home to. It will be their roommate or their spouse or their child. So while it's okay to vent and unload stress— It's not okay to disrespect somebody in the process. In addition, teenagers need a healthy respect for authority if they hope to have a healthy life as an adult and keep a job one day. I've had to tell all of my children, you can't talk to me like that. I love you, but I won't let you disrespect me. If you do, you'll lose privileges. Please don't take your anger out on me because I'm only trying to help. Most of the time, if I can stay calm, they usually calm down too. And number five, give your daughter a healthy outlet for her emotions. The best thing to do with big thoughts, big feelings, or big emotions is to channel them into something healthy. Find a therapeutic outlet that helps your daughter find peace and happiness, something she loves like art, music, prayer, exercise, spending time in nature, or pursuing a passion. Encouraging your daughter to journal might also be therapeutic for her. Let her pour her heart out onto paper to collect her thoughts and express her feelings. Writing things out makes it easier to eventually say those things out loud. It also gives your daughter a place where she can be honest and transparent. In the book, Untangled, Dr. Lisa DeMore says, You must work with the assumption that every teenager secretly worries that she's crazy. I love this because what I believe will comfort girls most is the assurance that they aren't alone. The very emotions that feel so unique and foreign are actually normal and universal. Talking them out with trustworthy people helps all of us untangle them. This is true for our kids for adolescents, and for adults. And while none of us will ever master our emotions, we can learn to control our emotions so that they don't control us. So if your daughter is new to adolescence or quickly headed there, hang in there. Be patient and don't let a rocky start or hard season scare you off because your daughter really does need you. Teenagers are thankfully very forgiving, and they're also a lot of fun and very smart. They can take a good word and run with it. A little good coaching can go a long way. And so can some soul searching on your end to find an approach that speaks best to your daughter. Friends, thank you for tuning in today. Your time is extremely valuable, and I consider it a real privilege that you shared some time with me. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on iTunes wherever you listen and leave a ratings or a review to help other people find it. For more inspiration, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook 
And also check out my newest book for moms of teenage girls, Love Her Well, 10 Ways to Find Joy and Connection with Your Teenage Daughter. Take care, and I look forward to reconnecting again next time.